Hey there, lovely people. Welcome to Be Your Best You with Tash and Becky, your go-to hangout for all things spiritual, subconscious, and downright magical. We're here to sprinkle a little mystical wisdom into your everyday life and help you level up your reality. Picture this as your cosmic coffee date, where we chat about the unseen world, blend in some psychology vibes and stir up the subconscious magic. Get ready to be the queen of your own reality, live a life that lights you up and have a blast doing it. So grab your latte or your tea and let's dive into another episode of Be Your Best You, where the mystical meets the mundane and your best life awaits. Cheers to creating magic together. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to our very first full-length episode of Be Your Best You with Tash and Becky. (laughs) So, as this is our first episode, we feel like just for this one, we need Mm -hmm. to start right at the beginning. Yeah. Where did it all start for us? Mm -hmm. When we asked ourselves this question, one thing came to mind for both of us at the same time. And it was this obviously the title of the podcast episode, which is Everything is Energy. That's what really kind of changed our view and and serves as an anchor for mm-hmm. us, isn't it? Through, through everything that we do now, even four years down the line, mm-hmm. it always comes back, back to that. It does, doesn't it? it? Does. And it's like we were talking and it's what Becky said, because obviously I went... So I kind of started this journey and, and, and dragged <laughs> Becky along for the ride. I don't have to drag her. I've never had to drag her. I but, jumped <laughs> yeah. but um that's where it kind of clicked for me with my scientific mind. Yeah. But Becky said that that was what was that was the kind of thing that, that opened was my, up. Yeah. yeah, light bulb moment yeah. when you explained to me everything is energy mm-hmm. and how we accept other things that we cannot see. Mm-hmm. Um, sound waves, electricity, energy from electricity, all those things that we can't see that we totally accept. So why wouldn't there be a whole other unseen world out there? Yeah. It's so true though, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it's not, and it's not until you think about it that you really just say, well, I can't deny that. And, mm. you know, I, I think... I, t- tell me, I, I can't quite remember, but was it when I was explaining to you, so when I started thinking about like the quantum physics and I was just saying, we are energy, yes. is that that's what I was talking about? Yes. Yeah. So maybe we'll just have a quick talk yeah. about that. So basically, so my intention in, in everything that I do in my work and obviously with this podcast as well is mm. that I feel like I'm quite good at making the complicated kind of concepts, maybe the things that seem too hard to understand, Mm. um, or on the other side, and I'm talking like the scientific stuff, Mm. or on the other side, all the woo-woo stuff where you're just like, well, that's just nonsense. I can Mm. kind of bring it all together and merge the science with the mm, spirituality, if you want to use that word, it's very broad, Um, and kind of make it into just everyday language and concepts that you can understand. Yeah, definitely. That's my hope, anyway. So... With that being said, you may or may not know this, um, but also I also want to disclaimer: I am not a quantum physicist. <laughs> I am not a trained scientist, but I do like to read. I do like to um, understand the sciences, and I 
think I have a fairly good grasp yeah, of it. You're very knowledgeable. Yeah, so everything that I'm saying, obviously I am not saying is true fact in that I may have got something wrong. I yeah. don't want to sit here and say everything that I'm saying is factually correct mm. and this is, you know, this is what it is. Please, if you, if I say something that's wrong, yeah. please let me know. I'd love it if there's any scientists out there. Yeah. I'm not sure there will be listening to this, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, but yeah, all I'm saying is from what I've taken from it, from my understanding mm. of being in the scientific world, going through medical school, um, enjoying reading and understanding the science, I do mm. have quite a good grasp. And yeah. therefore, I would like to be able to put that into more manageable terms that we can understand. And as long as it makes sense to you and it helps us, which at the end of the day, it, does, yeah. it, does, it doesn't matter if it's completely factually yeah. accurate. Anyway, I feel like I need to put that disclaimer out there. We don't need to say that again. But <laughs> I'm never, ever saying that everything I say is right. It's my understanding. That's right. And, and it works for us. It, so Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> with that being said, we are all vibrating. We are not solid. No, no. <laughs> you think you are. So you look at your hand now and you're pushing it with your other hand mm. and it feels very solid. But the truth is, if you look down at an atomic level, mm -hmm. we are just empty space yeah. and very minute vibrating particles. Yeah. And the thing that's making you feel like you are hitting something solid are actually just the electrical charges between the atoms in your palm of your hand and the finger of your other. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. Mm. That's what's stopping you from falling through the chair yeah. when that you're potentially sat on mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that is, that's, that's what yeah. it is. So we are all energy and we all vibrate and move. Everything is vibrations. Yeah. And this is where you start thinking about like the, the term vibes, like high vibes yeah. and positive vibes and all of that. Mm -hmm. It really truly is coming from vibrations. So, you know, we have the higher vibrations and the lower vibrations. Mm -hmm. And as humans, we're mm -hmm. all vibrating mm -hmm. at different levels yeah. and, when you think about someone that you um, really, really get on with mm -hmm. and, you know, you just walk around and you just think, oh, just click with her yeah. or just click with him. It's mm. just easy. Mm. More than likely what's going on on an energetic level is yeah. that you guys are vibrating at a very similar yeah. um, speed and mm -hmm. frequency. Mm -hmm. And so you resonate with each yeah. other. It's like um, tuning forks. Yeah. Have you ever, did you do it at school or did you ever see like the um, experiments where you have a tuning fork that's set at one vibration yeah. and if you um, put another tuning fork that's mm. set to a different vibration mm -hmm. and you bang one of them, mm. nothing happens. But if you oh. get another tuning fork of the same vibration right. and you bang one of them, the yeah. other one will automatically start <gasps> vibrating because they resonate with each other. <gasps> And so See, that's what's this happening. Is what <laughs> you put it so simply. Oh, I wish I'd pay more attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but now you, I am. Yeah, and you might find the, the video will probably pop up on your phone now, wouldn't it? Because that's what happens <laughs> when you talk about something. Um, but yeah, wow. so that is... And that's science. Basically, that's science. Which we accept. Exactly. We accept it when we see two tuning forks. It is no different when you see me and you. So yeah. us sitting together now, we are vibrating at the same frequency yeah. because we know we do because we we get on you know with each other very well um and so we resonate feeling, yeah it's it, that think. comfortable just, feeling exactly feel and alternatively 
if there's someone that you just they haven't actually done anything to mm. you they've done nothing mm. wrong mm. but you just they really great on you and yeah. you just think oh spiky. really yeah. yeah spiky I don't want to be around them I don't know why mm. it's because you are at two mm. completely different vibrations yeah. and you're just not in harmony with each yeah. other you don't resonate and it's a bit like you know the magnets that yeah. they just repel each other yeah. and it just doesn't feel right um so yeah, it makes so, so much sense. It when really you say it like does. That. It really does. And and you can use this everything is energy and we will and like as the as the episodes go along, yeah. we'll always I'm sure revert back to everything is yeah. energy. We do don't we? This is just one way mm. of explaining it right now yeah. and looking at it, but you yeah. can always use it to kind of come back. As I said, it's like an anchor, isn't it? To That's come right. back to explain why this unseen world is actually very much there the effects of it are very much there so like you said you know we have wi-fi waves while we're sat in this room and wherever you're sat now you're going to be bombarded with Mm. all kinds of different waves radio Mm. waves wi-fi waves you know telephone waves everything 4g 5g whatever the lot microwaves they're everywhere we can't see them but we know they're there because we see their effects yes bit like the wind we can't see the wind but we know that it's effects because we see it blowing the trees and, and, and all of that. So this is where my, you know, when people say, you know, can't see it, so mm. it doesn't exist. Mm. This is where I'll always just come back to this. You know, exactly. There's so much we're, going on. We're programmed, aren't we, to believe certain things. Oh, Definitely, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. You see that, even with my kids. I mean, they're 15 mm. and um, 12 now. Mm. And when I try and talk to them about some of this stuff, mm. straight away it's like, yeah. oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And I think, my gosh, they're so young mm. and already it's just so cemented yeah. in there yeah. that they just won't accept no. this, you know, the, this kind of alternative view mm. of looking at the world. Yeah. And that is what we wanted to do this podcast for isn't it yeah you know definitely. when we say we kind of want to make the unseen world mm. work yeah. for us yeah work and, with us exactly and just for, to make people aware that just because you can't see things it doesn't mean you can't no. use them you can't they're not using you and why not learn to use them like you said to help you yeah that's right okay so we should probably talk about why i kind of realised about this everything is energy and why it was such a big deal, I suppose. Yeah. And, and where it's, you know, the, it's been the reason that's kind of taken us on this journey yeah. of exploration that, that so. uh, yeah, <laughs> we find ourselves in. So, obviously, um, well, not obviously. <laughs> not obviously at all. I lost my mum in 2020. Mm-hmm. And that sparked this kind of journey off for me Mm. now I should say that previously Mm. I had already started to kind of like personal Mm. growth kind of looking into myself before that Mm -hmm. actually um for you know a, a few different reasons that part had already started However, mm. I was not, it was nothing about the kind of, as we like to refer to it as the unseen world. It, it had, that was not on my radar. In fact, if anything, mm. it was actively, go, I would go actively go against it. Yeah. You know, I was very much a scientist, yeah. a scientific mind. Yeah. Atheist. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing after there's nothing after this, yeah. which cracks me up now yeah. as a past life regressionist. <laughs> it makes me laugh. 
But it, but I was very much like that. However, as we will talk about as time goes on, yeah. we've both always been interested in the what we would have probably called the paranormal, yeah. wouldn't we, before all of yeah. this. It's it's normal now. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing para about it. It's normal. But um yeah, I was always interested in it, as mm. were you. And actually, um I had I kind of grew up in a in a in inverted commas spiritual household. Yeah. Um your mum was very spiritual. Yeah, and my auntie. Yeah. And I think my nan was as well, but I was quite young when she died, so only yeah. I only know from what my auntie and my mum would say. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, it was always, there were always kind of tarot cards around. Wow. We did have a Ouija board in the house. Ooh. So that's a whole, that's another <laughs> podcast episode for, for that those uh, goings-on, those shenanigans. Um, you know, always talked about healing. If yeah. I've got a... I've always had a back issue since I was 16. Yeah. Um, and it would always be like, my mum would always say, you know, I'll put my hands on yeah. you. Or my auntie would say, let me put my hands on you. And it was just kind of normal. It was accepted. Yeah. So I did grow up in a, in a very kind of open household in yeah. that way. I also had experiences as a child. Yes. And um, I got very scared when I was a teenager, which, which actually we've kind of worked out now. Yeah. Well, I shot myself down yeah. at about probably 13 I shut myself down from all of that because I was so scared That's and so right. terrified yes. and with your scientific brain mm. that that enabled you to shut everything oh, down yeah. and try and explain everything away absolutely god and I did a good job of it <laughs> I did a very good job of it and you know anytime I would try and think of that the paranormal or the unseen world could exist yeah. straight away my scientific mind came in and said all the reasons why it couldn't and I was happy with that because I didn't want it to be real no. because I was terrified yeah. of you know ghosts and spirits and yeah. energies and it, it, it terrified me. Even when you'd me. had those experiences yeah. as, ch- as a child. Yeah absolutely terrified um, and this was a problem you know yeah. I could, I'd be up all night not being able to sleep That's even right. up until five years ago yeah uh but anyway so I was very staunchly against any of this kind of stuff then I went to med school mm-hmm. and that um reaffirmed it yeah you know complementary medicine stuff and nonsense yeah. all of that and uh that was just how it was and <laughs> then I lost my mum and that's when everything mm. changed mm. and I've you know Becky knows this but it was <sighs> It was a very um, profound moment, I would mm. say. I remember I had lost her. It's been a couple of days since yeah. she had passed away. Um, and by the way, my mum and I were like best friends. Yeah. She was my person, very, yeah. very close to her. Mm. And um, if you could have asked me what would be the worst thing that could mm. happen to you, that would be extremely high on the list. Yeah. <laughs> I think we ha- even had conversations about losing our mums, didn't we? Yeah. How scared we were. Definitely. Definitely. You know, years before that, yeah. hadn't we? So we had, yeah, it was something we spoke about mm. quite often. Our worst fear. Yeah, exactly. And uh, then it happened and it happened quite mm. quick, didn't mm, it? Very. It was quick and it was a bit of a shock. shock yeah. And obviously it was during lockdown. Mm-hmm. So we didn't, she had lung cancer and she was going through chemo and so we weren't allowed to see her we couldn't see part of it we weren't allowed to see her because of lockdown then when things started opening up we Mm. were scared to see her she was scared to see us because we didn't want to give her covid with Mm. lung cancer for goodness sake you know um but it did mean that we didn't get to see her an awful lot Mm. and she died very suddenly 
um, which was a shock. Mm. And it turned my life upside down. And I remember thinking, I felt like I was adrift. I was adrift in an ocean, Mm. like on a a raft. Mm. (laughs) And I didn't know where I was going, what I was going to do. Like everything kind of changed. And that's how I felt. But anyway, so this moment... Two, about two or three days after, you know, we lost her, I was stood in my kitchen and I was looking out my patio window and I remember thinking to myself, I cannot, Mm. I cannot accept that she is just gone, Mm. that she was here and now she just doesn't Mm. exist. And bearing in mind, obviously, everything that I believed in was that. You know, there's nothing after this. You're gone, that's it. And I kind Mm. of found comfort in that because I just thought, oh, well, once you're gone, you're gone. Yeah. But I just knew Mm. that I couldn't carry on thinking that way. No. I could not continue taking another breath Mm. at that point Mm. if I thought that there was any way that, that, that she didn't exist, that yeah. she was no longer mm. here in some form. Mm. And so from that moment, it was almost mm. like a light switch turned. Yeah. And I could swear that now, mm. neural pathways in my brain mm. changed at that moment. And I know they do say grief is one of the biggest learning, yeah. Yeah. like learning curves, one of the biggest change makers. And yeah. I think probably, I'm sure I have heard, and I could probably go and research this, maybe mm. someone can tell me, mm. but I, I I think they have proved that yes. grief can literally rewire your A brain switch. in an instant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can tell you right now, if it does, that, that was one of those it. moments. Yeah, I mm. felt it. I, I, it I, it's, you can't even explain it. No. But from that point on, I thought, she exists mm. and I'm going to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> and when I and get if on you know the... Ash, <laughs> if she says she's going to do something, she's going to do it with bells on. Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. So I just thought, I need to, I need to prove this. Yeah. And then after a series of events, yeah. um, what I would have called back then coincidences, but yeah. we now call synchronicities, yeah. um, I was given exactly what I needed. And now I will say right now for maybe the sceptical minded people out there, you could say that this is confidence bias. You know, I want, is that what it's called? No, confirmation bias. Sorry, not confidence bias. Confirmation bias. You know, when you want to prove something, you will find any way to prove it. Yeah. And yeah, I absolutely believe that is true. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will, and and maybe at that point, that's what I was doing for survival. I knew that, Mm. I could prove something was real if I needed it to be, but Mm -hmm. that was what I needed to do to survive at that time. So, yes, but after (laughs) all the things that happened and now the four years that have passed and, you know, it's kind of gone from there, I can 100% say that I have absolutely zero doubt Mm. that this is confirmation bias anymore Mm. and this is just here and it just I needed that to be to allow me to see that or the potential of what was there if it hadn't have been for that I would never have changed my outlook I would have always remained a no there's nothing else science 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 there's nothing else yeah um but yeah so that was when I first discovered that everything is energy and I was reading a book and I got to a very uh, prominent part of, that was basically saying that there is life after death because yeah. everything is energy mm. and energy cannot be destroyed mm-hmm. um, or created. It can only 
be mm-hmm. transformed. It can, yeah. yeah. So I was reading something about that, and then it was, and there is life after death. Yeah. And as I was reading it, I was sat in the lounge with mm-hmm. Chris, my husband, and as I was reading it, the light flickered. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. But then it was like, again, that was another one of my eye-opening moments. I was yeah. like, oh. So I read that same paragraph out to Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as I read it, the light flickered again. Wow. And Chris, who was very, very, you know, sceptical, even more maybe than me at the time, yeah. looked at me and we just were like, wow. wow. That was something. You can't. No. But again, that was the first thing that happened. Yeah. That was the first. And mm-hmm. so still... Yeah, I still had a way to go to believe. Yeah. <laughs> but it was prom- it was very kind of like, I can't ignore it. No. And that was the whole, you know, there's an unseen energy out yeah. there that you can't, you no. can't, you, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. That's right. And your mum was working so hard to get that message to you. Oh, you had so yeah. many. So many. I can't even remember them all, honestly. <sighs> but it's that how they get in and manipulate that energy, mm-hmm. that are those other forms of energy, the electricity. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, and that's how she was really getting to you with the yeah. um, the TV. Well, I remember lights. that was one of so there was there was one that this kind of time had passed a little bit, and she was being very active, and mm. not just with me. No. Other people were mm. having come in and saying, "Oh my gosh, I had this happen." Da, da, yeah. da. And I remember one night I was in bed and I was crying as I did a lot back mm. then, and I was talking to her in my in my mind. Mm. Chris was in bed with me, and um. I just remember saying, please, 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 please turn the telly on. Mm. Please just let me know you're mm. here. I just need to know you're here. You know, I was. it's it's always in the times when you need them to show mm. up the most mm. that they will. Like, mm. you can't expect to have these things happen all the time. No. Um, but on those times where you really need it, mm. that's when they'll come through. And yeah. she... <laughs> I said, as I said, please turn the telly on. Mm. I heard, dun, you know, the yeah, Netflix sound. And uh, you can't deny you that. You can't. Sound. It, it came on downstairs. It, she it put it, the telly came on downstairs, and Chris said, "What was that?" Mm. And I said, "I just asked Mum to turn the TV on." Wow. <laughs> and I went downstairs, and I was kind of like, I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, creeping down." And I went downstairs to disprove that. Yeah. I went downstairs to try and find some reason. Did the dog put it on? Did the cat yeah. turn it on? Yeah. So I was looking for all the animals. The dog was up with me. The yeah. cat was in a di- completely different room. Mm. So then I was looking at the remotes to see if anything was there that could touch it. Yeah. There was nothing. nothing. There was no. no. There was nothing there. To- no. Now again, I know that people can listen to this, and mm. some some of you will be saying, "I know I've had those." experiences some people that haven't Mm. i will totally get and i completely understand that you could hear these stories and think well we did the same didn't we a hundred percent you know and it's not until it happens to you and it means something to you that you can realize there's something more at play here because there's lots of times when a tv will turn on and you just think, well, that's weird. It yeah. doesn't, you can't make everything mean. No. You have to be very careful. You can't make everything Think mean that it's a, a sign. sign or them coming through. Yeah. There are certain times when you just know because yeah. of what you've been thinking mm. at that exact time. Yes. It's all about the timing, isn't yeah, it? Definitely. And it's when you, yeah, you know it. You just yeah. know. And um, 
we had a lot of them didn't we yeah oh, and of course after a, a few months or whatever these things calm down don't yeah, they absolutely again proving to you that they are trying to get those message messages to you as mm-hmm. soon as they've passed over yeah and we had the same with my brother-in-law mm-hmm. who passed away and he was he liked to turn the tvs on mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like you were saying mm-hmm. so of course i was at this stage then that i'd all these learned all these things from you that i knew that they could get in and manipulate the energy and that was one of their you know one of the easiest things for them to do mm-hmm. and he was turning tvs on all over the show mm-hmm. and these tvs never went on before yeah and and this a song that he kept playing to us at these very significant times mm-hmm. and dates mm-hmm. a song that wasn't not it was an old song one that you don't hear a lot and um, you just can't deny it can you no again it's like like you said it's the timing isn't it yeah. it is it's the timing it's always on special mm-hmm. occasions or yeah. like you said dates and anniversaries or when you really need it the most yeah because it takes a lot of energy to do this. Yes. Let's get back to energy. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of energy for them to manipulate the energy. Yeah. And I do think some spirits or souls are better at it than yeah. others. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. But Maybe some have more of a desire to get these messages to you yeah. for whatever reason. No doubt your mum was working so hard for you mm. because she needed all this to happen. Mm. She needed you to believe. Mm. Yeah, and it, yeah, it had to be... It had to get me right yeah. there because I was such a skeptic. Yeah. Um, it had to be in your face, bam, we've got to do this. And yeah. I was having a conversation with someone the other day and I was just saying that if it hadn't been for my mum's mm. death, mm. I wouldn't be where I am now. No. Um, and I truly believe that she had to leave at mm. that time mm. like it was always uh, it was always a plan yeah that she was going to go at that time mm. and that was going to activate me yeah because there is nothing else that would that have would done have, that no and when i look at what has stemmed from that and the work you know how i've now fallen into the work that i do with the hypnotherapy and the subconscious work and yeah. and all of the this podcast just the, my whole mission mm-hmm. now in life my whole purpose which is everything i've i know without a doubt it's mm. what i'm supposed to be doing yeah but if I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for my mum's death no, at no. that point. Mm. I really wouldn't have. There would have been nothing that would have pushed me over to this side. No. Um, and I think it was all it was all there. It was all planned. Yeah. It was all in the plan. And um, and there's many reasons that I think that, by the way. There's lots of yeah. stuff that went on in the background, wasn't yeah. there, that um, was kind of happening, the coincidences and all of that. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I, it was, and it was almost like once she had gone, mm. she was like, right, now now I'm off to work now I've got to get Tasha sorted and activated now listen I'm not saying that it's all about about me obviously there's lots of stuff at play here and this is something that we we often talk about isn't it how it's all so clever yeah everything's all so tied up isn't it so connected Mm. so intricate and things that you don't even think of and this is where it was good for us to tell each other everything all these experiences we were having and all these little signs and things mm-hmm. because they would always come back wouldn't they would always yep. remind each other well yep. oh hang on remember when that's because that happened mm. or that happened mm. and everything was making sense yeah you know and you switching me on like that with the everything is energy helped me to drop a massive fear 
that I had about the whole, you know, I didn't want to believe there was another, an, an unseen world out there that terrified me because on some level I probably knew that it was true mm. and I didn't, it was too big for me to understand and you then break it all down into all these little stages that I'm going on, on this journey with you, jumping on board and um, everything was starting to make sense. Mm. Mm. that's the thing because it does really make sense when you when you allow yourself to see it Mm. in a different way and actually that makes me think so my so what I feel is my mission in life Mm -hmm. is to open people's eyes to seeing this Mm. unseen Mm. world and and I'm not just talking about obviously right now we're kind of almost talking about afterlife at the moment aren't we the unseen world there's so much more to it than that this is where you know we start talking about your subconscious mind it's unseen we don't see it we don't we can't it's not tangible to us and it's not in your brain it's something different it's something outside of you that we aren't taught about that Mm -hmm. we don't really understand Mm -hmm. you know there's so much about the unseen world so my my mission is to open people's eyes to all of that and we're going to be talking about all what we mean yeah you know what that kind of entails but that is my ultimate goal and then by doing that you know because then what's the point of doing that okay so so you understand that there's an unseen world that we don't know about and that's all real okay so why does that mean anything to me yeah well what we've been doing Mm. is by diving into that we've realized how much control we have Mm. over our Mm. lives Mm. because of this unseen world for many different reasons which we'll go into and then the fact that we can control our lives means that we can make our lives better. Yeah. And we can become our best you, you know? Like, exactly. that's what it stems. So it seems like a really kind of big, broad mission for me. Like, yeah. you know, I want to let everybody know. I want to open everybody's eyes to this unseen world that I was so closed down to. Yeah. And now I'm so opened up to. Yeah. So that you can use it to your advantage yeah. to make yourself mm-hmm. whoever you want to be. Yeah. And therefore, to create the reality and the life that mm-hmm. you want. But not only do you do that, you get to do it. It gets to feel good. Mm. It, it makes life magical, doesn't yes. it? It makes it exciting. And, and and there is that sense of control. And when you feel like mm. you can control things, mm. obviously, there's a lot we can't control. Mm. But when you, when you dive into this world, you become okay with that. Yeah. Because you know that there are things you can control yeah. yourself. Yeah. And as long as you do that... Mm-hmm. everything feels better and yeah. everything's easier and you really can manipulate yeah. your reality and those things that happen to you that you can't control you understand are happening for a bigger reason yeah that's it isn't it mm. it does this this opening your eyes to this world helps you in so mm. many ways doesn't it you can literally flick that negative switch to positive mm-hmm. once you dive into all of this mm. and like it's like you're saying it's more than just like the little ghosties and the spirits yeah. that captured our attention yes that was fun yes that got us on this path and then we see it as the universe yeah and that was yeah. another thing i liked at the time you know talking about god and all of that because you're sort of thinking, if I believe in spirits, then do I believe in God? Mm. What, you know, what's going on now? Mm. I really don't. I know this is so huge. Yeah. And then I think probably you again sort of explained that, well, look at it like it's the universe. 
it's not one person it's not a man sitting on a cloud mm. it is the whole universe coming together that wants to help you they want the universe wants you and everybody to do well mm -hmm. so therefore if you can work with the universe and this huge world that we're talking about that isn't just the spirits once you dive into it um your life can just be so positive and so full of love yeah. you can change it all around yeah even when on paper maybe your life is worse you know we were saying weren't we you know mm. on paper since we started this journey our lives could be seen by some people as a lot worse mm. than when we than before we started yeah. and we were just plodding along everything was okay mm -hmm. and yet in our mind we're having a much nicer time now aren't yeah. we we're having a lovely time yeah. oh yeah this this and this is happening but it doesn't matter it's okay we'll sort that out mm -hmm. and we're growing <laughs> yeah because i think as human this is another thing like diving into this world has has done it opens you up to your soul mm. you know and when you open up to your soul yeah that's when you open up to realizing what your purpose is yes you know you you realize that actually what you think you want mm. you don't no. want you know all the the materialistic human ego stuff you know yeah. like the nice car the good job the people to mm. like you the followers mm. on social media mm. all of that stuff which listen it's still a thing because we're still humans mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. but actually when all this stuff we think we want mm. is coming from a much deeper mm. desire and what i've realized is that is the soul's desire yeah and that is you know that we all want connection yes. we all want purpose mm. we all want to feel like there's a meaning to our mm. life and and actually that's where all our gifts and abilities mm. and strengths and talents and our happiness and fulfillment mm. is mm. and when you don't nurture the soul or when you're not aware mm. of the soul which i i wasn't no i, I kind wasn't. of was mm. because there was that little part of me that that niggly part of me mm. that was always saying like mm. this isn't right this doesn't mm. feel right this is and which i later found was my intuition mm -hmm. and i didn't realize that's what it was but mm. that was my intuition and let's be honest you're, you know, your intuition is coming from your soul. Yes. And that's how your soul's trying to get through to you. So, but, you know, when we don't have this open view, this open perspective, mm. you're blocking out yes. your soul. And then you're blocking out happiness. Yes. So when you get to, when you, when you realise what your soul wants, when you get in touch with this world, mm. you get in touch with your soul. And that is when things mm. change because you're no longer focusing on the social media the materialistic cars the houses mm. the holidays and all of that mm. that's just a symptom yes. of what your soul truly wants which is like i said that connection the purpose yeah. the desire like why am i here love like yes. we just want to we are despite what anyone thinks <laughs> we are good yes like the majority of humans are good and mm. we just want love and we just want to be good and see the good but unfortunately mm. our society mm. and the way we're programmed yeah. has led us to think otherwise mm. and to chase things that we don't truly want mm. and to see the world in a way that it's not to see the world in such a negative mm. way and and it's and mm. it's not it doesn't have to be that way no and i want people this is the bigger reason why I want yeah. people to open up their awareness to this stuff. Yeah. To hear what we have to say 
in a way that they can relate to, mm-hmm. like everyday stuff, mm-hmm. so that you can get access to your soul. Yeah. And this is the work that I do, mm. you know, with when I work with my clients, we are accessing their soul's yeah. desires. They don't know that no. at the time, yeah. you know, because they're coming in with these kind of symptoms yeah. that I, you know, mm-hmm. that I spoke about. But actually what I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) is I'm activating their soul. I'm letting their soul come out. And that's and that's why think that's why they feel better. That's why they feel powerful when they walk out, when they finish. You know, with me. They feel powerful, they feel strong, they feel happy, they feel clearer, they have that clarity Mm. because we're letting their soul come through. Yeah. They're speaking from their soul deep, deep down. Exactly. We can't access that or not ourselves by ourselves no i mean sometimes. Uh, sometimes you can but listen i had to lose my mum mm. and have my whole world crash down just before that mm. in order to to, mm. to get there i don't want that to have to happen to other people no. you know this is the thing isn't it so mm. often and and i'll say this with my you know the, the ladies that come in to work with me yeah. they've they've hit rock bottom in mm. some way that's what mm. you know propelled them to come in and seek help I don't want it to be that way. I don't want people to hit rock bottom mm. and have it have to be that way. No. I want people to know that at any time you can do this work. You yeah. just need to have your eyes open. Yeah. And hopefully that's what our conversations yeah. will do for people. Mm. In a, in just like ease you in. Like let's not throw, let's not hit you around the head with a giant bloody plank of wood yeah. like I had to have happen. Yeah. Let's ease you in. That's like funny. listen to our conversations. Yeah. Stay, this is why, you know, like we say, just be open. Yeah. Be open to, to listening. And and also just be aware. We found that, didn't we? Just being aware of things around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And paying attention. Pay that's, attention. That's the one, paying attention. And, you know, the thing is, is as well, is, is that you, you don't know what you don't know. No. Do you? So if you are not aware of this unseen world that we're talking about, mm-hmm. how can you pay attention to something that you're you're not aware of? No. And every time we speak now and yeah. kind of give another little tidbit, yeah. you, can, you have expanded your consciousness, your awareness, exactly. and now... You can pay attention to yeah. things that you'll see. It's like that analogy I said to you mm. um, back in the time, you know, this time where I first lost my mum. Yeah. Um, and I was diving into the kind of unseen afterlife, let's say. Yeah. I read a book by um, a lady called Anita Morjani, mm. and she had a near-death experience. Mm. So I got very into near-death experiences, mm. didn't I? Yeah. That, was the, my, that was my first obsession. Yes. It was my first path that I went down. Yeah. It's where I learned an awful lot. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm so grateful for everybody that's had a near-death experience and shared it mm. because it's a really brave thing to do. Mm. But from doing that, that really took... That was my first mm. step forward. And, and so we'll do an episode on near-death experiences, yeah. definitely, because it's really important. You can learn so much from them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is why I read her book, because mm. she had a near-death experience. She died... She died. Yeah. Um, and they brought her back to life. She had stage four um, lymphoma. Yeah. There was, you know, she had cancer everywhere. Mm. And she died and she came back. Mm-hmm. And then she healed within months. Amazing. Complete. Had a, what the doctors would call a miraculous recovery. Yes. Um, 
but she knows exactly why she healed and that's mm. what she was that's what she talks about but anyway she said this in her book and it was an, an analogy and mm. i just it really stuck with me and i remember the moment i came and i told you and, yeah. and when when i told you you were like mm. oh my god yeah <laughs> and it's it was you know it's like imagine you're in a warehouse so just imagine you're in a warehouse now and it's dark mm. okay and um you have a head torch on i might be kind of paraphrasing here and i'm kind of i've made it up in my own mind now but this yeah. is effectively what she was saying so you put yeah. a head torch on and so now all you can see mm-hmm. is what is directly in that stream of light mm-hmm. in front of you yeah. in this warehouse mm-hmm. and so actually what all you can see is maybe you'll see a few old boxes in your path you mm-hmm. might see i don't know some tools lying around mm-hmm. maybe some old bits and bobs just on the floor mm-hmm. in front of you right so that's your field of vision that's your consciousness yeah. okay at that point but what you don't know mm. is that in this dark surrounding that you that you just cannot see because you're no. not light your light's not shining mm. on it. There are balloons <laughs> going off. There's like colourful banners everywhere, all on the ceiling. Yeah. There's like things going on that you just can't even imagine. Just like crazy, amazing stuff. Yeah. You can't see it because you've just got this little torch ahead of you. Yes. And so what I feel like we want to so do good. is give you like a big, massive, I don't know, yeah. big, I'm seeing a big like spotlight, yeah. big like floodlight, that's it. <laughs> and we're putting it on and all of a sudden your field of vision becomes massive. Mm-hmm. And you now see the warehouse and yeah. everything that's in it. Yeah clearly and you experience it and so now Mm. you've just opened up your whole field of vision but this is the thing that warehouse you were always in it those Mm. those things were always there they were always there but you just didn't (sighs) you didn't know and and so it's all around you you Mm. just can't quite see it yet that's right so when you open up your mind you open up and expand your consciousness everything that's already there becomes visible to you yeah and it never ends like this is the beauty isn't it there's so much now that we see and i say Mm. see in inverted commas because it's not just about what you obviously you can't see it's the unseen world isn't it but what you can know what Mm. you can feel what you can understand what you can Mm. comprehend Mm. there's so much that we now see yeah but i also know my god there's so much more yeah and my consciousness hasn't Mm. expanded enough to be able to comprehend that or understand that no but the great thing is is that i now no longer think that this is it that's right there's always more that's right there's always more that i'm gonna learn anything is possible and you are open to hearing you know through this journey there's been a few things along the way hasn't there stumbling blocks where we've said oh that's a bit that's a bit too much for us let's not go there (laughs) and then you find in a couple of months time you're totally there yeah and and you're totally on board with all those things that you thought were absolutely crazy yeah and you're so right it it does such a good point isn't it because i know that there's things that we spoke about say maybe a year ago Mm. (laughs) and we were like oh no that's that's not for us no but we we didn't say no that's not true or that's not real or those people are crazy or no that's that's just wait that's balmy yeah we just know that it wasn't for us at that point that's right however now a year later we're like well that's normal you know yeah (laughs) tell us something else we don't know you know so it's like it's constant expand it's constant expansion and again going back to giving our souls what we need Mm. our souls want 
growth. Mm. That's what they want. Yes. All of our souls. I mean, and honestly, again, I'm saying this now from a past life practitioner mm. and the the things that I've learned from doing past lives. Mm. If you come, you know, obviously, if you are willing to accept the thoughts that this mm-hmm. isn't our first time on this earth and yeah. it's not our last mm-hmm. um, and we have kept coming back, why do we come back? Mm-hmm. Because we want to learn lessons. That's yes. the whole point of doing past life regressions. And, and that we can definitely do an episode on that, can't we? Because oh, yeah. Bex had some past life regressions yeah. by me. So that's, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, that's a whole nother story, it is. isn't it? And, and past life regressions, everyone's very interested in them. It's very like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder who I was. You know, what was I in a past life? Mm. But actually, it's a very powerful therapeutic it tool, is. It isn't is. it? Yeah. And it's it had some really massive effects for you in your life didn't it I mean we can talk about that another time but but it's really you know we carry over issues and and cycles of behavior and patterns of behavior from our past lives into this life um and so yeah anyway I mean that's a whole nother story but as a past life regressionist I am saying that I've spoken to lots of souls or you know people's higher selves Mm. whatever you want to call it Mm. um and it's all about we come here to learn we come here to learn lessons that's Mm. the whole point Mm. and obviously that is our soul and that is our soul's desire to learn to always continuously expand and grow and so once again when you come onto this journey Mm. of becoming aware of the unseen world And when you understand that everything is energy mm-hmm. and that's all it is yeah. and that energy cannot be destroyed. Yeah. And so at the moment, our energy is in what I like to call this meat suit right now. <laughs> our energy, our soul, I believe that's our energy is yeah. in this meat suit yes. that we call Tash and <sighs> Becky and you call, you know, yes. whoever you are. But when this meat suit dies, mm. that energy mm. still has to go somewhere. Yes. Yeah, and that then it goes off, so much sense. goes off to these planes that we um, can't see right now, yeah. but that are there until mm-hmm. it decides that it wants to come back down to earth or maybe somewhere else yeah. um, and learn some more lessons. Yeah. And it's an ever, you know, going cycle of mm. learning. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I think that's a good, probably a good place to finish this episode, yeah, isn't I it? That wraps it up nicely. Yeah. So remember, if you don't take anything else away from this episode, <laughs> everything it's is energy. energy, and just keep coming back to that. So we've now maybe given you another little torch. What do you think? To have a look in I in that so. warehouse, and you oh, might find so. some crazy streamers <laughs> or banners going off around there. But um. Stay aware, pay attention. Pay attention. Think about what, you know, kind of might be out there that you can't see. And now you've opened your awareness, you might start noticing these things. And keep that vibration high. Exactly. Because that's coming back to you. Exactly. And I want to mention before we go that we have set up our Be Your Best You podcast community Mm -hmm. group over on Facebook. As we said, and it's part of uh, your soul's desire. So come on, do you want? (laughs) want to like neglect your soul not listen to it once 
we want community (laughs) and I think like we're really feeling that Mm. at the moment aren't we the need for community Um, and this is one of the main reasons again that we wanted to do this podcast Mm. because we want to create a a community we want we want to create a space where like-minded people obviously if you're listening to this podcast and you've got this far you're a like-minded person we're vibrating at the same frequency to a certain extent (laughs) so um, we want to create a place where we can all gather together and we can talk about these things things without feeling like you're going to get mocked Mm -hmm. or you know being scared to say what Mm. what you've experienced and um and also this this just Mm. doing this will help you expand your consciousness because you are around people that are talking about this stuff they're opening your mind but also Mm. they're validating you you know we were so lucky that we had each other to go through this Um, and we know other people don't like mm. we could validate each other but if you're going through this on your own you've got no one to say hey something like that happened to me yeah. or th- this exact thing happened to me the other day yeah. or I'm thinking this same thing you mm. know we can we sometimes we need that validation in these yeah. early stages to really believe that trust in ourselves and in, to develop it as well exactly and to understand what we're experiencing mm. because otherwise you're going to be like me like I was yeah. and just explain it away explain it away and mm-hmm. never truly let yourself be open to these things yeah. so anyway we have set up a podcast uh no we've set up a facebook group for the podcast yeah. the link to the group will be in the episode notes so mm-hmm. we would love it if you could head on yeah. over there and Please. just join us yeah we our aim is that we want it to be really really interactive we want to mm-hmm. be able to speak to you yeah. we want you to kind of speak to us ask us questions but also speak to each other yeah we want it to be just really really interactive and then you know you can put put questions in there and we could answer the questions or someone else could answer the questions for you you can answer questions for us yeah it's just going to be a really nice place where we can chat and obviously while the podcast is small Mm -hmm. it's going to be even nicer isn't it because it's going to be a really tight-knit community so we can all get to know each other yeah so please head on over and follow that as i said link is in the episode notes and if you enjoyed this podcast if you thought that it was eye-opening, entertaining, <laughs> enlightening, all of the good stuff, and you you enjoyed it, we'd be so grateful if you could hit the follow button so that you can make sure that you are aware of any of our new podcasts coming out. It also says to the powers that be that people like to hear this and will help mm-hmm. us spread the love to mm-hmm. and the um, the torches yeah. to whoever <laughs> needs it. Um, and if you know anyone that you think might like this as well, please go ahead and share it. We'll be so grateful. And uh, I think I have uh, I have spoken enough today. Becky, got anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, wow, just please everyone head over to that Facebook page. We really want to chat. We really want that like Tash says that community around us that's a big thing at the moment isn't mm. it it's coming up a lot for mm. us at the moment Definitely. in the world that we live in we all yeah. want to be back to that community why we've been put here in the first place let's bring it back to that yeah and all get together and and share and expand together yeah love it <laughs> okay so until next time yeah. we will see you later take Bye-bye. care Bye.